All right, lads. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back, as the case may be, to the Yank account. The podcast with a name so unsettling, you will never be able to push it from your mind, even if you wanted to. Uh, no chance. I'm joined here by my course, uh, my sort of group of correspondents scattered across the southeast of the United States today, uh, representing the Red Devils of Manchester United, coming at us from Atlanta, Georgia. We have Taryn. Taryn, welcome. Welcome. How's it going? Thank you, Sam. Yep. It's, it's going. Yep, good. Glad to hear it. And uh, representing the Gunners of Arsenal today, we have Jake from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hello, hello. Jake, welcome. And uh, we also have representing the Blues of Chelsea, Drew. Drew, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. And I am your humble host, Sam, representing the very humbly placed Magpies of Newcastle United in the table. Uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Collectively, we're here representing the Yank account, uh, the group of Americans talking about English football, for better or for worse. Uh, today, we have a lot of fun stuff in store for you. A lot of good Premier League action coming from this weekend. Uh, then we're going to do a little, uh, a little head-to-head action, a little head-to-head debate action. Followed by that, we'll go into some Champions League talk. Uh, and we're also going to talk about a little beer today. At least I am, because I'm the only one that bothered to actually go out and, and get this beer. But Sam Adams' Oktoberfest <laughs> review coming at you at the tail end of the show. So definitely stay tuned and look forward to that. Uh, but I guess, lads, with that being said, let's get this started. So, first off, Premier League this past weekend, we had some, uh, not a whole lot of great matchups, um, no real surprises to report. Um, I guess the big game of the weekend, or, you know, it was on a Monday, but Manchester United Arsenal was on Monday, uh, and that was about as, oh yeah, that was about as shit as you could possibly imagine. Um, And yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about that later, but first off, I guess we'll just take a little look at the standings, look at the matches from this past weekend. Uh, Liverpool continue to win, have not dropped a game, dropped, not dropped a point this entire season. They beat Sheffield United 1-0. A game that was a lot oh, closer skin. than... Yeah. yeah, the skin of their teeth, that was. A lot closer than Still a lot of people thought. Um, no real surprise. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, And then also going down here, Man City held form against Everton to uh, at least keep within sort of striking distance of Liverpool up there in first place. Um, I think that as scoreline is a little, a little um, biased, not really reflecting the way that that game went. Right. Yeah. I mean, Everton, Everton looked okay at times, but we'll talk about that a bit too. Mostly bad. <laughs> Mostly bad. <laughs> Chelsea beating Brighton, um, Spurs mm-hmm, beating mm-hmm. Southampton. Uh, we also have Leicester City absolutely thrashing Newcastle five nil, and then, like nice. I said, Manchester United and Arsenal drawing one one. So, boys. Uh, looking at these games, looking at the table, uh, where should we start? Should we start with uh, a little bit of uh, Liverpool and Man City in the title race? Yeah, let's start at the top. All right, great. Well, uh, who wants to uh, get us started here on the the Liverpool the Liverpool match recap? I will. Um, oh, the match recap from this past week. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. They ultimately gained three points because of a horrific goalkeeper mishap which just really hurts me deeply. Seeing that is incredibly frustrating. 
Especially because, as a United fan, I am being forced to cheer for City, and it's just been diabolical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not winning games as cleanly as they did last season. Um, you know, That's they're squeaking true. out wins here and there, but as much as it pains me to say, it's signs of champions right there, squeaking out wins when you when you shouldn't be. But will it last? It does seem like they've been getting a little bit of the the luck that they maybe didn't get at times last season that ended up costing them a bit. But I mean, they've been getting pretty lucky. I mean. Uh, at, on a few occasions this season, they already we've already seen that, and against Sheffield United for sure, it looked like it looked like for long stretches of that game that uh, it would be it would end a lot differently than it did. But I mean, even the goal was just a terrible howler from yeah. Uh, the United oh, yeah. Why who has finally figured out how to score away from Anfield, I guess, uh, <laughs> away from home, uh, never saw that just from barely. him. He was a magpie, but yeah. So you know that's. <laughs> we'll see. And uh, Man City, they've won. They've done most of what they've needed to do, apart from that loss to Norwich, obviously. And the so, draw to Spurs. Yeah, and that VAR came back to get them yeah. again in that game. Um, so let's talk about a little bit. Are Man City out of the title race already, even though we're only, no, what, seven I, games? No. Yeah, there's no way. I firmly no say way. no, especially because I, Liverpool are playing. I mean, they did this last season as well, but they're playing with – these incredibly pressed fullbacks and there's going to be at least one team in the coming weeks that learns a way to exploit that and when the secret's out i think it'll be a lot harder than for them to bag three points week in week out the the key is just unlocking van dyke once you once you figure out how to unlock him then you know, I mean, Allison is incredible. I I think he is the best keeper in mm. the league. Well, but he yeah, hasn't it's even Adrian. Well. You're right. Adrian. You're right. I mean, it has Adrian been. Has I, been... <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And he has yeah, I, he has been playing yeah, incredibly well. He's a good well. shot he's stopper really for good, sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not going to stop their attack, so you just need. I to I think learn the how best way to um, unlock Van Dyke, as you say, is simply to not play towards him. I think you just have to, you know. Point your attack any direction that is not defended by Van Dyke. Go after Matip or the fullbacks and kind of remove him from the game in that way because you're not going to get it past him one-on-one or not in the air, surely. Although he did get beat today. Yeah, he did uh, I mean, did didn't, didn't Huang? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, he got sat down. Korean uh, guy on Salzburg. I can't he remember Huang. There you go. <laughs> he put some respect on his name. Put him on his ass, yeah. It's a career mode legend. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you know who else was able to uh, dribble past Van Dyke this season? Who's that? Oh, an Arsenal player. Let me think. I don't know. Pierre Pepe or something. Yeah, it was Pepe. Oh, well, I was right. Pepe. It was, uh, right. It was Ainsley Maitland Niles. <laughs> <laughs> the the elite. Nicholas Pepe still never really. He's he's got that dribbling skill, but never really uh, shown any. Not yeah. the final year. product. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to come out of his little cocoon. Certainly. Yeah, but for sure. ultimately, to answer your question, there's there's simply no way that you can count City out of the title race this early. Liverpool are going to drop points, and they always dip in form around the turn of the year. So there's a lot more football to be played before we kind of make and a decision about that. Sterling has been playing out of his yeah. mind, as, has as well as De Bruyne, who are phenomenal players. They're tearing this league apart. Yeah, but Man City have suffered injuries to Laporte, their best center back. Um, I'm pretty sure John Stones up. is still out. 
Yeah, because that weird divorce or whatever is that's happening with him. <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What the fuck's yeah, Icardi stole her. Yeah, so <laughs> classic Icardi. He gets one chance and he finishes it. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. So moving on from that title race, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make the decision that Man City are still in it. I think it's I think personally it's gonna come down to it's majorly even you know you know despite the past couple of years this sort of being the case this year it's really going to come down to man city versus liverpool those head-to-head yeah. matches if i mean that one was the difference last season six points yeah yeah if one team can get six points this year or even like four points that's that could be all she wrote honestly yeah um, and i think man city probably has the edge at least on paper when it comes to those games um we'll see you know how each team is looking when that rolls around especially on the injury and suspension front like we were just talking about but i think those are going to be yeah super important games but moving on from that uh the other big surprise looking at the top three leicester city are back in the top three (laughs) after a couple years away how for real are are the foxes i mean let's be real this past weekend we can just write that off. That was the case of Newcastle being just pure shite through the entire 90 minutes, especially, I mean, after we got a guy sent off. But really, you could call it a, a Steve Bruce masterclass. You, one yeah, could say we, that. <laughs> we never had a chance of winning that match I mean, from kickoff. Look, but uh, how look, for really Leicester? Let's, looking at Leicester, I mean, they, they, they have a, an excellent striker in Vardy who's playing exceedingly well. He's found his and form. They have... Tilemans and Didi and Madison as a midfield three, and I think you'd be hard pressed to shout out a better yeah, midfield not three. Not to mention Iose, Iose Perez as well. Yeah. sort of an attacker, but also also sort of an attacking. But they also really haven't gone. I mean, they tied Chelsea, they uh, beat Tottenham, but to be honest, everyone's kind of beating Tottenham right now. <laughs> Flavor uh, the month. They lost. They bu- they lost to United. Um. I mean, you can always count their, on a United wins, shit house, though, when it comes to playing Leicester. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Yeah, but I just feel like they haven't really been. I still think they're playing incredible, and I still think they're going to continue to do really well and continue to find their form. But I wouldn't be surprised if they drop a little bit. Just they need they need a real test. They do. They're solid all around the pitch, even defense. Um, their new uh, their new center back. Who, what's his name? Soyuncu. Soyuncu. I'm probably saying it yeah, correctly. Soyuncu. Yeah, <laughs> we're Close probably going to get slaughtered for it. But <laughs> that dude. You know him, Johnny Evans, former Man United legend. Well, I mean, ben we have Joel, a we have a test. English international. We have a test. Uh, we'll see a test this upcoming match week. I mean, they play Liverpool this this Saturday. Which will show. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a really be a very good game. I'm yeah, very yeah. excited to watch. Yeah, I think Vardy. Yeah. I mean, Vardy loves a goal at Liverpool. Oh yeah, and oh, speaking of please. Vardy, actually, speaking of Vardy, I saw an unbelievable stat today that Jamie Vardy has now scored more Premier League goals than Cristiano Ronaldo, and he's played like 13 less matches than him. So that that's just impressive. goes to show how impressive Jamie Vardy has been, really, since that like 2015-16 season where he just. Yeah absolutely exploded onto the scene um, at what it was like 29 11, then 11 straight yeah yeah so i think it's safe to be... say he's he's one of the greats right now and he's all jacked up on port and red bull the whole time too. Yeah. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um lester city yeah i mean last time they were in this position everyone sort of didn't take them seriously and we all know what ended up happening mm. that time so 
Um, I Wait. think that I really think that they have, and well, all, all the other person we haven't mentioned in Leicester is the manager Brendan Rodgers, yeah, who has experience at the top end of the Premier League table. Even though it's <laughs> kind of a while ago now, but um, boy, how do you guys think he'll? It was. Yeah, it's the good yeah, old how days. Do you, how do you think he'll fare in his return back to the? I mean, not you know, it's early early days, but his sort of return back to the top of the table. I think Liver, or I think um, Leicester have it in them to play stop for. Um, as we've seen in the past, Brendan Rodgers towards the end of the season, not not quite his um, his comfortable place. Yeah, yeah, but I I think they have it in them. He's a good and attacking also, coach. Yeah, surely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it just also depends on you know the rest of the table. If if they're able to keep up in you know the Arsenal's and the Man U's and the Chelsea's and but do you think that they all will? those continue to? That, I'm, we'll discuss that shortly. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll get around to that eventually. But yeah, Leicester Liverpool really good match for uh, this match week eight coming up here. Um, last but not least, I guess on the topic of Premier League. We have to mention that Monday match, Manchester United Arsenal. Uh, Jesus. It was, it was not a good match. Uh, I, <laughs> That's one way. Either to say team it. could Poor have won it. Yeah, either team could have snatched it. I think at the end, but honestly, a draw was probably the fair result. Like both teams had chances, but neither team really had the quality to take them. I mean, the McTominay goal was the exception. He actually hit a Which really was nice. That was that was no, deflected. But just <laughs> and also of course everyone's been roasting Shaka on social media because he ducked. Is God awful? Yeah, yeah. you and gotta take that one to the face. Um, That's your captain. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I was. Speaking, that is my captain. It's it's embarrassing. Speaking of captains, one thing I saw that was kind of like put into perspective to me more than anything else was I saw a picture of the United and Arsenal captains from 2005 who were uh, Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira. Uh, two legends of the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then compared to the 2019 captains uh, are Ashley Young and Granit Xhaka. <laughs> My <So> God. <laughs> that just shows you how the mighty have fallen a little bit. Uh, <laughs> speaking of fallen giants, uh, we're going to do this clean segue now Ooh. into a little segment <laughs> that we like to call Smooth. State Your Case. State your name, cuz. What are we doing today? Repping, innit? Yeah? <laughs> Fucking repping, innit? Yeah? Five in the pot. Let's go. Manchester's better than me. Tell my man, shut up. Mention my name in your tweets. I rule by shut up. Shut up. Better than me? Shut up. Shut up. Best in the scene. Tell my man, yo, yo, couple man, call me a backup dancer. On stage of the Brits, I'm a backup dancer. If that makes me a backup dancer, the so, man here we go. Uh, first off, basically how this works is we'll have two people debate a topic, uh, and the other two will pick which one makes their point better. And then the winners of those two will face the final question. Uh, so here we go. First off, with the theme of United and Arsenal in mind as fallen giants. Taryn representing United and Jake representing Arsenal. I ask you now... Uh, which which of these fallen giants are more likely to get back to the top of English soccer sooner? So I'll start with Taryn, I guess, on this one. So the way that I see this is Man United require a structural change, a systemic change. We've seen that they've made poor decisions since like 2014 financially, just bleeding money into the team and not really getting too many results for it. Whereas Arsenal, I think that from this past window and maybe the past two windows, you can 
seem that they're bringing in quality players that are performing for them. I mean, Aubameyang's been fantastic. We'll see how Ceballos and Pepe perform as the year goes on, but I don't think that Arsenal requires a systemic change. And Unai, for all of the just bizarre decisions that he makes when he picks a starting 11, I think is a a good coach, you know, worthy of a top six side. And if they are able to patch up their defense up with some some key signings, they could easily be back up towards the top. Whereas United, I mean, they need structural, like philosophical change. They need to find an identity, like decide how they want to play football. And that's not something that happens fast. So I will go with Arsenal. Wow. So the United fan choosing Arsenal for this one. So now we go to the Arsenal fan. Jake, what do you have to say? I'm also going to be choosing Arsenal. <laughs> so Tyranny has just come back. Bellerin has just come back. Holding has just come back. And Chambers has just come back. Mavropnos is uh, starting to come back, um, which that will hopefully patch up our defensive errors. We also have, for next year, Saliba coming to us, um, who will replace one of the central defenders. And then I think our main problem is, is we don't have a play style. I have no idea what Unai is trying to Score accomplish. Goals. I also have... <laughs> but we can't. He refuses to play any playmakers in the midfield to allow our incredible attackers any chance at scoring. We are solely relying on Alba to, to create chances, which he's doing phenomenally just... We can't rely on him to do that four times a game. Um, the fact that Xhaka has been named our captain still baffles me. Um, he is, without a doubt, one of the worst players I've watched in the Premier League. <laughs> he cannot go a goddamn game without having an error or a card or something. And it is absolutely pathetic that Unai has so much faith in him when he has showed no progress. If anything, he's regressed. If Unai is able to pick the correct starting lineup and we have our healthy defense, I think we have a shot at top four. All right. So so you think that top four is achievable this season then, Jake? If we don't reach top four or if we don't reach top four and or win um, uh, Europa – we will be losing Aubameyang and Lacazette without a doubt. Uh, also, we have Ceballos on loan. If we reach Champions League, I'm a firm believer we might be able to finesse him from Madrid. Oh, certainly. But, I mean, we can. We we won't be able to do that if we don't reach Champions. Champions League is it is imperative that we reach it, or else our whole team collapses. All right, both uh, both interesting arguments, interesting points made. Drew, I'll go to you first. Who do you think made the better argument there? Oh, I think I have to go with Jake. Jake, okay, Jake, interesting. Yeah, just right. just because uh, you know he knows he knows a little bit more about Arsenal. He's like a fan or something <laughs> of them. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I just feel like he knows a little bit more. Yeah. All right, interesting. See, I was I was going to go with Taron because I feel like Jake said Arsenal and then he proceeded to roast Arsenal <laughs> for like <laughs> the entire time, uh, which is totally I, fine. I just had to get some shit off my chest. All right, fair. I mean, I understand it. 
Uh, creds to Taryn for having the guts to go with Arsenal on that question. Um, but I guess, you know, with Drew that in mind, I think we'll go with Jake on this one uh, for the first yeah, round you know, winner. I'm upset. He gave us yeah. where they could go right. No, I'm sorry, Taryn. I'm sorry, Taryn. <laughs> I feel that I just directly where they could go right at that point. I feel that I more directly answered the question. <laughs> well, I just feel you, that you'll have to wait till next time. Jake Taren highlighted did. the problems that Arsenal had better. It, I would say. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on because for the sake of time and things like that. But uh, you know, I, I think that Taryn made a, a very good argument too, and I think the the reality is both clubs are in a very similar spot where they're moving on from a longtime manager who had sort of a system and a style of doing things and they're sort of trying to find their identity after that so very similar clubs in a similar spot but uh we'll go with jake as the round one winner taryn don't worry you'll get your chance to redeem yourself uh, in coming <laughs> weeks but moving on here to uh me versus Druve, uh and this question is going to be which team, which Premier League team, has been the most disappointing so far this season and why? So, Drew, I'll go ahead and start with you. Keep in mind that Jake and Taryn are going to be the ones making the decision here. So, Drew, you might have just kind of screwed yourself by, uh, by saying <sighs> Jake. <laughs> I should just so, pick both. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. All right. Well, this season, um, it's definitely got to be the Toffees. Uh, Everton are just, where are they? They're in 15th place. Um, with the quality players with that they have right now, they shouldn't be anywhere near the bottom of the table. Um, I think a big issue with them actually right now is uh, uh, Marco Silva. Um, I don't think he's getting his his tactics out there. I don't think he's using the players in the right way. Um, I also think a big problem with Everton is their spending. Um, I think I saw a stat out there that said that they were fourth biggest net spenders since 2016 in the Premier League. Uh, you've got to be spending a lot of money if you're fourth in the Premier League. Um, they're buying players like Alex Awobi. I'm sorry, I just don't rate him. They're buying players like Fabian Delph, Theo Walcott. It's just not not a recipe for, for a good season. All right. I have right. to say, I think that Delph has been fantastic for Everton. It's just like everyone else (laughs) (laughs) yeah not a lot going right at Everton but um, alright for my entry into this discussion I'm actually going to put forward Aston Villa as the team I've been most disappointed by this season that's an interesting Um, take there's a lot of hype around them coming into the season uh, particularly because they spent they also spent an insane amount of money especially for a newly promoted team I mean over I think it was like 120 million pounds something crazy like that uh, and, you know, we've seen a lot of newly promoted teams come up and spend a lot of money. Like uh, and, you know, exactly. Fulham last season is a great example of that. But with Aston Villa, you know, that's a historically, that is a Premier League team, historically. Uh, you know, really highly regarded and, and a very historic club. So I think people almost expected this to be more of a reclamation project rather than, oh, it's a newly promoted team. We're going to throw money around and hope that we stay up. Uh, I thought that there would be more of a plan in place at Aston Villa. And even early in the season, uh, I think, what, who are they? They played week one, they played Spurs, I think. And yeah, it looked really good got in that game. Points from it. Exactly. Uh, but they, they didn't. And now they're sitting down in 18th in the Premier League on five points. Uh, mm-hmm. Only one win to their name so far. And, you know, you look at that squad, you look at the history of the club and things like that. They have time to turn it around, but. I was expecting a lot more from Aston Villa. And, you know, you could argue, oh, well, they're a newly promoted team. They just have to get their legs under them, all this and that. Look at Sheffield United. Sheffield United are up there in 12th, looking pretty comfortable in the Premier League so far. 
and mm. they didn't spend half the money that uh, you know Aston Villa did coming up this season. So uh, I think that I was expecting something better from Aston Villa, uh, almost you know, almost like a mid-table finish. But right now they're not looking too hot down there in 18th. So uh, that's my two cents worth. So Taryn, Jake, it's your time to uh, decide who stated their case better. I would say that I like Drew's selection more, but I think that your actual statement, you know, your reasoning for why you think that Aston Villa has been disappointing was a lot um, more cohesive. So I'm going to go with Sam on this one. All right. I, I am with Taryn here. I think Everton is the biggest disappointment, but Sam, you you made your case a little Stated bit. your case. So you're saying well, I don't you speak English as well because I'm brown. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's basically whoa. what I was getting at. Whoa. 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 <laughs> you know what? Risky territory. Sam did speak the better English. <laughs> well, Drew, to be right. fair, like I said, I think uh, Everton are also a, a hugely disappointing team. And if you hadn't picked Everton before I did, I probably would have gone with them. But, uh, you know, you left me no choice there. So, all right, on to the championship question. Uh, Taryn and Drew will be the judges for this since they've been ousted. Uh, it's me versus oh. Jake here. And the question is, who has been the best Premier League player so far and why? Jake, you want to get us started on that one? Ooh, sure. Um, honestly, I think De Bruyne for me. I mean, just the, the system that he's set up in is perfect to create success. Um. You know, every time I see him, he's assisting or scoring or setting up plays. Um, just, just the he's like silk. He just weaves in and out of of everyone, and he's able to. I mean, uh, Liverpool are ahead, but I feel like if if he's able to keep doing what he's doing, uh, man, Man City has a good chance of slipping through. All right, all right, duly noted. Uh, this is a tough one for me, too. There are a lot of players I could really go for here. Um, and looking at the table, I think, obviously, it's like, who's the most valuable player, who's, like, the best player, whatever. Um, I would be hard-pressed, honestly, not to say that it was... Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with Virgil van Dijk still, <laughs> um, even though mm-hmm. it's an unpopular choice. And he hasn't been himself this season as much as he was last year, certainly. And I think he's gotten away with more stuff this year. I mean, last year he went on that crazy run of not being dribbled past for like, you know, like two fo- 2,000 games <laughs> or something crazy. <laughs> 2,000. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we saw today he's looked a little more vul- like vincible this season. I guess he's looked a little more mortal mm-hmm. uh, than he used to. But I still think Van Dyke offers – he, he's like the rock of that team. Without him, I mean, they their defense was always a shambles. And now – they feel confident of keeping a clean sheet basically anywhere they go. Um, and I think that you can't really put a price on a player like that. So even though uh, they did spend out the ass for him, uh, I think he was probably worth it and obviously brought them the Champions League last year. And I think their success this season is going to be a lot based on him just because you know we know they can score goals. They have so many goals in that front three of Firmino, Salah, Mane. Uh, so I think it's going to come down to their defense, and Van Dyke is the heart of that, and he's been doing his thing so far. So I'm going to give it to him. So, Taryn and Drew, the time is now for you to choose the champion of State Your Case. So, all right, Taryn. 
before before um either of you answered this question i had a clear player in my mind and that was kevin de bruyne um wow. i'll be honest same with me he yeah. he has just been insanely productive and he's incredibly clinical with his decision making it seems that you know every single time that he strikes a ball it was the correct decision it's it's like it's like a simulation absolutely insane so i'll go with jake here all right um you know same same with taryn uh, the, the the player i was thinking of was kevin de bruyne um i just thought that um uh, sam your argument was more geared towards who's more important to their team and for that i'd say van dyke but uh yeah, you know surely. de bruyne he's the best player surely but you know David Silva, Bernardo Silva, uh, Riyad Mahrez, all these players can fit into these to to uh, to uh, what's the word I'm looking for to fit in for De Bruyne in case he's out. I mean, mm-hmm. Virgil Van Dyke gets injured. Who are they going to put Joe Gomez in? <laughs> Probably. Yes, I, like actually, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Lobin. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 right, have well, to go I think I'd here. have to go with uh, with Jake. Yeah. All right, well, Jake. I would stand up and bow, but uh, you can't see me. <laughs> Congratulations on the win of uh, the State Your Case Championship. I'll, I'm I'm a little bit upset, but I'll I'll try to get back on track next week. But uh, Jake, <laughs> just pound glory. a beer. <laughs> pound a beer. Yeah, yeah, you glory. You wanna you wanna give us a thirty second ch- victory speech here? While <laughs> we get ready for the next segment. Oh man, man, I would just like to t- thank God most of all. He has such had such a huge impact in my life for everything that I've done. You know, I I have to thank my mom and dad for giving birth to such a creative and wonderful <laughs> child. Um. Oh, and uh, of course, the game of soccer. Great. Excellent. All right. Well. With that being said, I think it's time to move on to some Champions League. Wait, before talk. we move on, whose roommate oh, is vacuuming? Geez. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, sort of background noise, some kitchen noises, some vacuum noises. Let me take a peek. Well, I think I think it might be my computer's fan. That is probably what it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my roommate's well, just stoned on the couch. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, glad we established that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho. I just heard it turn on. We, we can cut that out. We can cut that out. But like, why would we? That's that's comedy gold, Taryn. It's the gold right well, there. We don't have All to right. cut it out. Fuck me. Gold. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on here. We're moving segments. Uh, we're moving on to some Champions League talk. So today, uh, well today when we are recording this, but it's not going to be today when anyone listening is going to hear this, but uh, Wednesday was the last of the two Champions League match days this week, uh, and we got some good matches on both days. Uh, I think the highlight of Tuesday's games was uh, Bayern, uh, well you know everyone's heard about the NFL London series, the NFL is going Mm -hmm. to London to play a couple games. And surprisingly, uh, Bayern Munich scored the first touchdown in London this year <laughs> with a 7-2 <laughs> smashing of Spurs at claimed. Tottenham Stadium. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> so, yeah, Bayern with a, quite a win over in London. Real Madrid mm-hmm. also w- were down 2-0 to Club Bruges. Ended up coming back and leveling that game 2-2, but just by the skin of their teeth. Taren, were you going to add something? Sorry, I don't want to talk over you. Oh, it's, it's good. I was just going to add that um, Serge 
Is it? Do you pronounce it Gnabry or is it just Nabry? This is Nabry. I believe it's Nabry. Nabry. I think I think it's just Nabry, and like English commentators butcher every name they can get their hands on. But <laughs> Jose Mourinho. Yeah, but Serge <laughs> Serge Nabry um, nabbed a ten Ooh. rating from Liquid. Uh, I, I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, he got a he got a ten, just the eleven, ten Le rating Quip. from Liquid, um, ever. Yeah, they keep very impressive. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly impressive. Very impressive. To be fair, there were like five of those ten ratings in like thirty years, and then since like yeah. twenty sixteen, they've just been slinging them out. There've this been, like, one, is, this one was truly time. deserved. But though. I feel he, he was clinical. this was deserved. I absolutely believe. clinical. It was absolutely phenomenal to watch. And I'm sure, yeah. you know, an ex Arsenal fan, you're probably watching with a tear in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean he did also rage. comment on Twitter. He he, I mean he said London is red. No, so, he said you know, North London gunner... is red. Let's get that <laughs> cleared up. Red with the blood of Tottenham. <laughs> you are correct. You West are correct, London is but... still uh, no, not majority red. of London is blue. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's right. that that gross color. It's red with the blood of Tottenham, and not because of Arsenal though. <laughs> No, definitely not yeah. because of Arsenal. I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> uh, moving on to other matches, Liverpool squeaked by Salzburg today. That was a thrilling game, yeah. 4-3 to Liverpool. Uh, Salzburg really put up a fight in that one, but uh, unfortunately Liverpool just had too much firepower for them. And you got to give pro. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Erling Holland. Holland. <laughs> yes, him. He has been 19 years old, and he has just been absolutely incredible. He is breaking all these uh, probably it, not breaking it, records 14 goals seemingly breaking records he's yeah he's something he's like that breaking i think some records for just the amount of he, he scored a hat trick in his champions league debut at 19 i think he is that's, so that's just insane that's a, yeah really unbelievable i mean the fact that he's two years three three years younger than all of us now just makes me feel like Sad. wow we missed the boat boys and that could have been us like <laughs> ship, ship he also left. nabbed this goal today he, he got this goal he today did. as a substitute yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Barca beat Inter Milan 2-1 today. Inter scored in the first two minutes, and Barca came back. Uh, a Suarez goal in the 84th minute, I believe. Uh, really nice goal and a Messi assist. Messi back from injury in that one. So uh, Barca gets all the points there. Uh, also, Drew is going to pound me if I don't mention <laughs> that. Chelsea beat Lille 2-1. Uh, so there you go. Lampard gets his first Champions League victory uh, as Chelsea manager. So... Good on lamps. Uh, but let's talk about this. Looking at the groups and looking at, you know, sort of the standings in each of these groups here, PSG, Bayern, Man City, those are some of the teams, uh, and also Ajax, are the only teams that have won both of their first two games in the competition. Um, Tottenham are <laughs> down in third behind Cervena <laughs> Zvezda, uh, <laughs> who have three points. Tottenham has one. Uh, not a great, not a great, look for a lot of these uh, Premier League teams. Mm. Liverpool on three points. But who are the favorites in this competition right now? I mean, there are a lot of big teams, but uh, who do we think the favorites are? Jake, I guess we'll start with you. This will be your prize for winning. State your case. <laughs> I mean, probably Liverpool if I had to pick one. Liverpool? Boring. Even they lost, <laughs> lost yeah, their first boring. match. And cheese. <laughs> I, still, I still think that they're going to – I don't know. They've been just impressing me a lot this season. They yeah, they really didn't have a great group stage last it. season either. No, neither um, did Tottenham. Lost to yeah. Napoli as well last season, yep. I think. Yep. So, I mean, uh, Munich it, it always starts out strong, but they they seem to just fizzle towards the end. They taper uh, off. 
I would love to see Juve, honestly, make it all the way. I think they deserve it, and I like their squad a lot. But I, Liverpool has me convinced. Yeah. Taryn, you want to go ahead? So I I think it's absolutely wide open right now. Some some teams to throw out there. Barca, <laughs> if they if they keep Vidal on the field, and it hurts me because I love, <laughs> I love Busquets, but they looked like an entirely different team with um, Frankie de Jong and Arthur in that double pivot sitting behind Vidal. They, I mean, that changed the game so much. And if they continue playing Vidal, I think that they could beat just about anyone. As they can every year, but a lot of times they don't put it together. Bayern and um, for me, Atletico, I also think have a great shot at taking the Champions League. Yeah, Drew. And you, yeah, can't, also... you can't say Chelsea. I, I won't let that happen. <laughs> okay, I'll save that one for the end. <laughs> um, no, I was, yeah, I'll, I'd agree with Taryn there at the end. Um, <clears throat> Atletico is definitely one to keep your eye on. Um, I mean, it's, it's still too early to tell. You'd, you'd probably make better predictions in the round of 16, but, like, you know, PSG will be there. Juventus will be there. Bayern will be there. City. Chelsea hopefully will be there. <laughs> Ajax. Yeah, no one's mentioned Ajax yet. They're actually I love in that the group Ajax with team. Valencia, Chelsea, and Lille, who are three. They're not it's, pushovers. It's one of the most even groups, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ajax are in first place with six points from two matches. They beat Lille and beat Valencia. Thank uh, God so... they smacked Valencia. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ziyech, Hakim Ziyech scored a brilliant Wonderful strike goal. today. Yeah. Uh, oh just a, a really sweetly struck shot. Um, yeah, I mean, I, if I had to pick right now, I would say last time we talked about this, I picked Atletico, and I'll stick with that because I think their defense is good enough to basically let them compete. They're always with a safe bet. Yeah, literally any team in the competition. <clears throat> uh, I'll go with... Also, how about Felix? Oh, he's yeah, so, Joao Felix. So good. Living up to the hype. He is definitely worth every penny that they paid for. Yeah, he's, he's looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he's actually really well-suited to La Liga as well, yeah. um, which will help him grow and develop. So. And he has such a unique play style. He, he, to me, he feels like a 10 that actually just plays in the sixth position, but he goes wherever he wants. Like... <laughs> Well, not he's not a really. Not really he's the a reincarnated six. Yeah, but he, he, he just like kind that. of flows around nearly wherever he wants, and he makes things happen all over the pitch. It's really a joy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, one thing we haven't mentioned is Real Madrid are bottom of their group right now yeah. uh, on goal <laughs> differential. Serves them right. Yes, yeah. um, I said it so many times. <laughs> Zidane is not going to make it this season. He had that revolutionary diamond in the midfield, and without that, they're just another team. Yeah, so I guess in the end here, I'll say Ajax I'm looking out for, certainly keeping an eye on. Barcelona, Atletico. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think maybe Bayern and Man City are the other two that are, are certainly going to make it far. I think PSG, it's going to be absolutely hilarious again this year when they make it to the yeah. knockout stage and get knocked <laughs> out. Barca. Drop you Barca. Drop Barca. You could say the same for Man City. Yeah. I can't wait for Neymar to get a red card for his two flops that he has in a game. Can you imagine Neymar taking on Barcelona in the Champions League this year? All oh, the political so drama going on in the And you know they got the, they got the ball heaters ready just to make sure that happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And also, uh, I think Ajax-Chelsea is this next uh, Champions League match week, which isn't for a while because of the international break, but... When, it, when Champions League does return, Ajax-Chelsea is going to be one of the games that I'm certainly going to have on. 
Yeah. Uh, so lot to look forward to uh, in the coming weeks for a Champions League. Looking forward. All right. With that being said, I think we're just about ready to wrap things up. But uh, as we do uh, want to do here on the Yank account, we're going to end the episode with a beer review uh, because there's nothing better than watching football with a pint of some uh, good brew. Um, unfortunately, I'm the only one that was able to go pick up this beer today. So while I review this beer, uh, you all can talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. I know that there's some uh, <laughs> rap beef going on between like Drew and Taryn and uh, Jake about the uh, <laughs> the ranking let's, of let's uh, not, Kendrick Lamar over not. Drake and. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, if you guys want to, want to go into that, <laughs> listen, um, I I just think it's even more funny that that Travis and Kylie are finally done. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jake's Jake's career. rant on Travis Scott was legendary. I don't have it in front of me right now. This but it was this custody battle is going to be incredible to watch. I I hope Travis gets this child, and we just get to watch him just butcher this. Oh child. Oh my god! Why That's would you hope for that? As, <laughs> what is awful? No, as as awful as that is, I just hate Travis that much. Wow! That Jesus Christ, dude. man! He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Yeah, wow. No, his kid his kid will end up being fine because of all the nannies and everyone else oh, that are supporting oh, him. Oh, what? You guys are right. I shouldn't have brought this topic up. This is just going downhill quickly. <laughs> Wait, is it is it a him or is it a her? It's a I her. don't even know. I think it's Stormy. A her. Stormy is the name. Oh, right. Yeah. They did name it after a porn star. <laughs> oh, you don't know God, that. Jake, my God. <laughs> all right, anyways, uh, in any case. <laughs> right. Uh, Samuel run Adams. Away. Sam Adams Oktoberfest is the beer I've just poured out here. It's, uh, you know, it is October now, even though it's about 100 degrees outside mm. in Chapel Hill, North Carolina right now. Um, so not maybe the best beer for the uh, weather at the current moment, but pours a nice amber color. Uh, it's it's uh, described as a rich and balanced traditional Marzen, 5.3 alcohol by volume. And it's a very, very sort of basic, uh, very beery sort of flavor, very classic beer. Malty, not a lot of hoppiness, not a lot of other flavors going on. Just a pretty drinkable um, little amber beer here. So if you see that at your local store, I'd give it probably, I'm looking at the Premier League table right now, trying to find a team to compare it to. You know, I'll go with the Bournemouth. You know what you're going to get? You're going to mm. get some counterattacking football, good classic English manager, nothing fancy, uh, nothing too crazy. But you know what? On a day when there's uh, it's a little chilly outside, you can sit back and relax and and watch some uh, some Bournemouth and drink, drink some of this Oktoberfest amber ale. Can you drink it on a chilly day in Bournemouth? That is it's actually funny. sunny in Bournemouth. It's on the south coast. By the, yeah, but they're by the beach. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean it can't be chilly. I mean, I mean it, it, it does get chilly, I'm sure, in Bournemouth. But, you know, it's... Uh, anyways. Yeah, so there you go. The Sam Adams Oktoberfest review. We'll give it a Bournemouth, which is 8 out of 20. Or what, 12 out of 20. 8th on the table. Uh, not bad. Nothing spectacular, but... Uh, certainly you could do worse for the price it's six but... out of ten <laughs> with that being said i think that about wraps us up here on the yank account so i want to give a shout out to uh the three of you guys for joining me thank you taryn jake and drew hope to see you back soon on the yank account thank you no Sam. problem no problem don't forget to share like and subscribe and <laughs> we have a twitter we have a twitter you guys oh, probably didn't even know that i oh. made a twitter so yank account has a twitter now which will be tweeting out uh Certainly plenty of banter as well as the episodes that we post. Mm. Uh, and that is at Yank Account Pod. So Y-A-N-K, 
A-C-C-O-U-N-T-P-O-D, Yank Account Pod. So make sure to follow us on there. There's some probably going to be some pretty spicy content going bands. on on our Twitter. Some oh, spicy yeah. memes. We will not there's one thing we're good for. Travis and Kylie on that count. <laughs> I, I sure hope not. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for joining me today with the magic of technology on the Yankee account. We'll be back next week with another Premier League review. Then, of course, we have the dreaded international break, but uh, we'll have to survive through that. But uh, <laughs> Until then, uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.